All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. It's episode 598, and we have plugins for web directory creation, finding new plugins, and WordPress news all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful southern Vancouver Island, I'm John Overall. And with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have the usual show for you today. A couple of great plugins as we go more in-depth into the plugins we bring to the show. And, of course, it's one of those lazy, slow Mondays. If you caught the pre-stream, you'll know all about how difficult it is today. I'll blame it on the sunshine over the weekend that burnt the palm. Not the palm. Tops of my hands got burnt. That's what I get for, you know, wearing long sleeve shirts. Only burn <laughs> my hands. Other than that, well, I really don't have a whole heck of a lot. So thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. Welcome to episode 598, Illuminating the Best. We've got a couple of great in-depth plugins, as my dad said, but we also have some recent news in both the WordPress world and the tech world in general, and some awesome WordPress tips, which is our new segment, and I'm hoping that people are liking it. Love to hear some feedback on that. Speaking of the sunshine, I, I think it's official. I've been a basement troll for way too long. The, I was outside in the sunshine for a couple of hours, and I've, I'm... I'm Pretty burnt, just after those couple of hours. <laughs> I've got to make a point of getting outside more, because I think I just entirely skipped last year's sunshine. I think I just stayed a basement troll all, all summer last year, too. So no more basement trolling. i got to get outside and get some air. Hopefully everyone else is going to get out and get some air and some sunshine, too. Some reminders before we start the show today. Remember, the show starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time, with the pre-stream starting about 12.15 the pre-stream is where we twiddle with the dials and knobs and really just throw up our voices. So join in for some entertainment value. Usually we're pretty entertaining at that point. Our show notes for each episode can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours and on our front page for you. And don't forget, this is a value for value show and that you are a big part of its creation. You are our producers. We need you to help us to produce the show. Get it, help us get it out there. Hit some like button, share an episode or two, and just in general, let people know that you help produce the longest running WordPress plugins podcast. Oh, that's it for reminders. Don't forget to stick around till the end of the show for some possibly life altering advice as I ask my dad questions. On to the artist. So this, uh, this picture we have for this week is pretty awesome. It's from Jay Salaba, I think. That's yep. double-checking? Yes. Okay, good. So yes, I got it right. Jay Salaba. And I really like the fact that it's an alien. I mean, we called it Illuminating the Best, but I'm kind of thinking we should have called it like Stealing the Best or mm. something. <laughs> Beat me up, Scotty. There you go. We should call it something like that because it, it's totally aliens coming by and kidnapping the WP plugins logo. It's awesome. 
I like it. We've been going through our art vaults to get all the older art here. We would love to have some new art. If you're interested, you can send it in to us at WPPlugins, A-Z.com slash artwork. And if you're thinking you might need to get some ideas for to create some of your own art to send in, you can also check out our art vaults. It's all there ready for you to view. On to the news. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. So it's a bit of a slow week for, for the news this week as well, except for the WordPress vulnerability report. We actually have 160 plugins with uh, uh, vulnerabilities. There we go. For some reason, my brain just completely forgot the word there. So we do have a lot of plugins with vulnerabilities, but we also have a large list of plugins that have been patched as well. So go check out the list of patched, but the 160 plugins that have vulnerabilities, you want to check that out too. Some of the ones I recognize most easily are simple share buttons adder, GDPR compliance and cookie consent, simple tool tips, mail subscribe list, Layer slider, easy ad manager. So I know uh, that a few of those are pretty popular. So be sure to check that out. Yeah, so it's the yet another related post plugin. I used to use that year uh, a few years ago. There's, there's a bunch there. Uh, luckily, there are no theme issues this week and no core, WordPress core issues this week. So that's a bonus. Next one we have is WP Features Notifications Project progresses towards MVP for standardizing admin notifications. Wow, saying that out loud is a lot harder than just reading it. <laughs> WP Notify is working at creating a better way to standardize notifications in the WordPress admin area. They are looking to build a unified notification center that will replace the current chaos that is being caused by developers hooking into the admin notices. I mean, this wasn't even meant to be a notification system in the first place, so I'm hoping this turns out to be a really good thing. It could be a great thing. I hope it turns out well. If you're interested in learning what they're planning for the way it looks and everything, you can go to our show notes and check out the link. Excuse me. What do you think? Oh, I anything to improve the notifications. <laughs> Next, we have Perky plugin is up for sale, and the development is being discontinued. So the developer, David Vongries, has announced he is sunsetting his plugin, Kirky Customizer Framework, discontinuing development and support. He's currently looking to sell the plugin, so he's only going to be fixing critical bugs and compatibility errors brought on by WordPress core changes. So if this is something you use, you need to be aware that they're not, he's not going to be offering support anymore any further than just the critical errors and the core changes. Hi, am Dan. Good to see you. Glad you can make it today to today's show. Next, we have human-made to host AI for WordPress event on May 25th, 2023. There is an online conference happening on May 25th, though no time has yet been set where attendees can expect to see demos of human-made current AI projects 
and highlights of what others are doing in the space. The organizers plan to discuss the impact the AI will have on the WordPress industry and share predictions and insights. If this seems like something you're up for, you can go to our show notes and check out the link. <laughs> Next, we have periodic table of WordPress plugins showcases 108 of the most popular plugins. So this is to celebrate WordPress's upcoming 20th anniversary. I didn't even know that was happening. I'm losing track of time here. Yeah, WordPress's birthday is the same day as your older or your oldest younger brother. <laughs> yeah, uh, to celebrate. WordPress is four years older than him. Happy. Uh, apparently, this guy did this 10 years ago where he created periodic table WordPress plugins. Uh, he brings he brings up the plugins that are most popular and he ranks them by the number of active installs. Hmm. So I don't know how many he brought 10 years ago, but this year he's bringing 108. Cool. I think it's a cool way to put everything out there. Yeah, that's uh, what happens when coders get bored. <laughs> All the block theme is now in public beta. So if testing out beta themes and plugins is your thing, this should this might be very exciting for you. Ollie was bought by WP Engine 2018 along with Atomic Blocks plugin. So if you're interested in testing this out, you can check out our show notes and just follow the link there. They talk about uh, what is coming up in Ollie, how it's changed, how it's going to look, how it is looking, and they would love for some people to test it and give them back some Give them some feedback. And we have Certified WP launches WordPress management and design credential. So this is $150 for three course plus exam credential that can go towards mastering front end development. I thought this was actually a pretty cool idea if somebody is looking for this kind of um, this kind of information, this kind of training could be very useful. Yeah, I figured it would happen sooner or later that somebody would decide that credentials were needed and they start uh, selling them to people. Yep. Next up is Big Byte Launches 2023 <laughs> Enterprise WordPress Survey. The UK-based Enterprise WordPress agency Big Byte has launched a survey to gather data and insights on how the platform can best serve large-scale brands. So if this is something that interests you, you can find the link in our show notes. Like I said, WordPress news is a little slow this week. <laughs> Dad. And the last one I have here is German creatives want EU to address chat GPT copyright concerns. When I first saw that, I thought maybe they were talking about like copyright because pe people were just copy and pasting what ChatGPT spat out at them. But actually, the worry is about copyright laws in ChatGPT's favor, or not not in ChatGPT's favor, but instead the worries regarding the training material being used to train ChatGPT. What's happening is the people who are training ChatGPT they're taking all this information, all this material that they have not been authorized to use. And some of this, or in, in many cases, the material is protected training material belonging to others. So this is causing some issues right now 
Uh, I've been looking into it, and it seems to be causing issues in multiple places, but Germany is being the loudest about it. So, That's an interesting concept. It's like, what are they, the biggest question is, what are they concerned about? Um, they don't really go into that, but they're talking about how uh, some of this training material is private and used for like in insight training, and they don't want this material to be uh, let out. So, but, why did the companies put it out there where ChatGPT can get hold of it? That's an aspect I haven't been able to find the information about yeah. yet, but I do understand what you mean. Because you know, if it's if it's if it's internal communications and training material, it should not be accessible via the internet. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but you know. Because, and if it's not accessible, then how are they getting this training information? Because it's like you look at it in the point of, well, if, if ChatGPT can't use this information to train, then no human on earth can read a book to train. Because it's not much different. It's not like it's, it, it's different if ChatGPT is copying the material and then regurgitating the material, but it's using it to figure out how to do stuff. I think that's part of the worry, though, yeah. though, is uh, being able to or being trained with this material. ChatGPT will be able to regurgitate this information. Mm -hmm. Well, a very smart human trained with material can regurgitate the information, too. True, but humans don't quite have the exactness of AI. Mm. It's an interesting way it, to it, think about it. It's a bit of a conundrum, I think. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting aspect. I never really thought about this, mm. so... I'm going to be digging more into this, and when I find out more, I'll bring more to the show. Okay. And then we have our extras. There's more ChatGPT stuff and transatlantic chip wars information and all kinds of interesting stuff in our extras. You can check that out in our show notes. Okay. Dragon rating time. Alrighty. Well, what do I got for you this week? I've got a plugin for helping you build out yourself a web directory or a classified ads plugin. It's called Web Directory 2.0, or you can get the free version of it, Web Directory Free. Um, the free version, it gives you pretty much most of what you need to get started and build out and see if it's going to work for you. Um, if you really want to make the best of this plugin, this is a plugin that uh, I've used uh, recently for a couple of sites. In particular, I use it over a website called Bioorganic Direct. And it's a really great plugin to help you build yourself out a fantastic directory. To And what I built was a directory for people to find market stands and uh, farmer's markets and library stands and all kinds of little things like that. Nice thing about it is once you start building it out and adding in your listings and getting your listings added, it will uh, automatically create a Google map that uh, will help people find what they're looking for in that aspects there. The biggest problems I found with this plugin along the way is that um, is setting it up. Now, you could start with their, their um, versions of uh, their demo versions and you can import their demo data. I did experiment with that. The problem is, is if it doesn't suit the design and layout and everything you want to do, it's kind of hard. You got to clean that in your website. You got to scrub your website really hard to do it or basically reformat and start all over again. So be cautious about importing the demo data. 
what I recommend through this plugin is to go through their documentation really well, learn how to build it. Now they come with multiple custom homepages you can build for it and set them up and they come with different layouts and other options to it. But what I highly recommend is learning all the short codes they use to do it because then you can build out your own custom pages for each and every item in here. And then you can get it laying out and looking the way you want it to look, displaying and showcasing the items you want to showcase in it. The hardest part I've found with it in doing this is getting exactly the things I wanted to do and getting some of the things done that I wanted to, such as my sticky and featured images in it. You know, it gives you the ability here to set it up in such a way that you can sell listings, give away a free basic listing, and then have an upgradable version of the listing for people to add more content to it, add images, video. Um, if you have multiple locations, like this is a directory that I'm hoping to make Canada and US wide. It's just been launched uh, recently, so we're just now starting to get the word out about it. And it's a really great plugin that will help you build out a, web, uh, a site you want. I mean, it can build out any type of directory from car sales to miscellaneous classifieds. You can create restaurant directories and more. Pretty much anything and everything you can think of to create a directory for, this plugin works. And over the years, I've been trying to build out a couple of different directory websites for a couple of domains I've had. And I've tried multiple directory <laughs> plugins over the years, and none of them quite suited and did and worked fast and easy on this. Like this looks great on a cell phone. It's really great if you offer up uh, the way I have is anyone can create a listing. They can submit a listing to the site. They don't get automatically published. They have to be approved before they're published, which is a nice little feature. That way it doesn't get spammed because the spammers still arrive no matter what you build. And if you have an ability for anything to sign up for, the spammers will arrive. So it keeps the spammers out, or at least you got to manually keep the spammers out. But uh, anyone can create the listing, they might not own it, but then what can happen is it has a function there for claim a listing so that the owner of the listing can go look, see if they have a listing in their name, they find it, then they can lay claim to that listing and take ownership of it and then start to improve it with whatever they want to improve it on. And that's one of the great functionalities they have on it. Another nice thing about it is they have it integrated into uh, Elementor and uh, I can't remember. There. Oh, um, shoot. WP Bakery. Um, in, as they have it integrated into Elementor and WP Bakery to allow you to use Elementor and WP Bakery to build out your pages. And they have little uh, widgets in Elementor and WP Bakery that you just drag and drop onto the page for the different items that you want to uh, display. Um, like I said, the free version will get you started to find out if it's going to work your way. But if you want to actually start collecting money on it, you're going to have to go to the pro version. And uh, with the pro version, if you have an e-commerce store, WooCommerce store, you can then set it up and you can integrate this site to take payments on it through your WooCommerce store. You know, so on the whole, it's a really great plugin. I have the pro version. I've been using it now for a while and uh, getting it set up. I've got it set up now on this one. Now I got to go finish out the other website that I've uh, been working on to do it. 
The biggest problem is, is wrapping your head around all of their short codes and their layouts and basically just spend some time going through their documentation. Once you get your head wrapped around it, it starts to look pretty good and it starts to function really, really well. And it's got some pretty decent speed, I've noticed through it. So anyway, go check it out. It is the uh, Web 2.0 directory, available at salespphpscripts.com. And uh, I give it a... Five Dragon Rating. Very, Very nice. Uh, so just quickly, Hemdian actually managed to put the thing about the AI copyright in a pretty good way. Hmm. He said, as I understand it, the AI issue is that training an AI isn't the same as training a human. A trained AI merely regurgitates elements of what's been trained with. So are those elements copyrightable? That's the question. Yeah, well, I guess then... You can still look at it in the same aspect of a human, though, for me, you know, because you can train humans and there are people with, you know, perfect recall. You know, are those those humans suddenly exempted from the training because they have perfect recall? Ah, but see, that's the thing is there are a few humans who can do that, whereas every Hmm. AI can do it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Poses more of an issue. It doesn't matter. What's what's the difference? So you have more that can do it. See, what's the difference there? To me, there's no difference in that. That's why I don't understand it, but that's it. I'm looking forward to this ongoing debate. I think it should be very interesting. It makes sense, but it doesn't. It doesn't allow for the fact that it doesn't allow for the fact that if you're preventing AI from being able to be trained, you, you're you're automatically now preventing humans. Now you can look at it in the aspect. Well, for the humans, they go to school and pay for schooling. You know, advanced college and stuff. All right. Well, charge the charge the uh, AI a, uh, a, a annual degree charge. I don't know. Anyway, it's just a pointless That's thing. That's an idea. So, uh, on to our newer segment of WordPress tips. Do we have a sound for that? Whee! Excellent. Um, so, I have something here for Elementor Pro. When you are working with Elementor templates, I don't know about everyone else, but I prefer to look at the templates in like a a list form. They call it the table form. (laughs) It's like what you are looking at when you're looking at your pages or posts. But Elementor brings you to this page where you get like a little snapshot of the templates you've created. I've never liked it. I find it hard to work with. So there is a way to go back to list form. You scroll to the bottom and click on switch to table view may seem like a no-brainer to some, though I personally didn't notice it for a bit. And I was working with these little snapshots and it drove me up the wall while I was doing it. So you can also choose to see all once you're in the table view, making it easier to scroll through and see what you've got going on. Just a tiny little thing that may make all the difference to someone out there. And I mentioned last week about global settings. So when you're in one of your templates... There are a couple of ways you can get to the global settings for your site and change them without ever leaving the template you're currently working on. If you go to the little hamburger menu on the top left-hand corner, then click Site Settings, this brings you to the global settings for your site. The global settings will look like a regular menu area for any section you're working on your template, so it doesn't take up your whole page, doesn't take you away from your template, it keeps you right there, and you can change all of your global settings that you need to change. And when you're done... You uh, you can exit out of the global settings. Your template will update to the global settings so that you can see it all what the changes are on your template. And you can just keep working on the template. If you're working on your type on the typography of a section, there's a little planet icon you can click on. 
generally you click on the little planet and you can choose a global color option or a global typography option. But if you click on the little gear in the right hand corner, then this will take you to the global settings for colors or typography, whichever you're working on. And once again, you can change the global settings there and you can, uh, you can also go back into the other global settings from there. So you have access to all the global settings from that area too. And you exit out of that, template updates, and you can keep working on your template. I really like that aspect. I don't know if it's always been there, but I found it a while ago, but it's a really useful little tidbit to know that you don't have to leave your template and go into a separate thing to change your global settings. You can just do it right there on the template. Don't have to leave. It'll update for you. Really useful. You can also do this from any page or post within Elementor in the exact same way. So it's just a useful little tidbit. And last week I asked a question about what plugins you should start with and why. Well, I was thinking about, and there's three plugins I think everyone should at least add to their favorite startup plugins. And they're they're pretty useful ones. Uh, Black Hole for Bad Bots is a great one to get in early onto your site. It kind of swallows up all the bad bots. It helps to reduce server resources, keeping them available for more for legitimate visitors. And Classic Editor, if you're like me and you don't like having to relearn the layout every time, just throw in Classic Editor and it helps to keep everything the way you're used to seeing. Keeps the old style edit post screen so you don't have to go looking for and learning the new layout to create anything. And Code Co-Run, other installation details. This is one that I recommend everyone get into their site as early as they can because it will display information of when a plugin has been added, who installed it, when it was deactivated and activated by who. And this information can be absolutely invaluable down the road for troubleshooting. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't even know about that. Alrighty. Yes. So those are just three that I recommend. Now on to my plugin. I have a really simple but really awesome plugin for this week. It's just new plugins. New plugins by Cube Color. It's all you do is you install and activate it. And you won't see that activate anywhere except for when you go to plugins, click add new. Now you've got a tab up at the, a little menu up at the top that has the tabs for new, featured, popular, recommended, <laughs> favorites, and beta testing. It is really useful. I really like these guys. It separates all the plugins for you, and you don't have to wonder if this, or you don't have to like look at the date for when this plugin was created or anything like that. Yeah, right there. That's uh, what it looks like once you go to add new. Apparently, it used to be like this. Yes, it did. This was the way WordPress was, and then they yanked it all out of the uh, plugins uh, install section just so they could focus on the plugins that Automatic wanted to push. Yeah, well, you can grab this plugin, throw it in there, and you get all these separate tabs again. And I have found it so useful. If you're into beta testing, you got the beta testing tab you can go to. If you want to know what's popular or recommended, you can check those out. You even have the ability to make a favorites list, I think. I think that's your favorites list. I've never actually tried that. It is your favorites list. You can okay. actually, if you have a WordPress account, which, of course, is anyone who's listened to the show long enough knows that I no longer have. But uh, if you've got a WordPress account, you can log into your account and then you can save plugins into a favorites list and you can call it up inside a WordPress install. 
And if you want to install your favorites, like you could build yourself a favorites or like those three plugins you just talked about mm -hmm. that uh, you click to and it installs those three plugins right off the bat when you first set up a WordPress site. Perfect. It's very useful. It's a very useful tool. I started to use it when about the same time I lost my WordPress uh, account. <laughs> <laughs> well, being able to check out what's new is pretty awesome too, I think. Yep. Uh there is one thing, they haven't updated it for about 11 months. I'm really hoping that they're not losing heart because this is a totally free plugin. They don't have a, they don't have a premium option. It's just free. Yeah. So maybe if there's, you like it. Maybe there's nothing they have to update to it. Maybe it's actually quite stable. Could be that too, which would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, if, if, if anybody out there goes and checks it out and tries it and finds that I like it, give them some, some value back. Make them add a little something to help keep them going because developers got to pay their bills too. I rate this at five dragons. Very cool. Two fives today. We're on a roll. Hey, well, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> on to our producer know how and donations segment. Oh, yes. There we go. I knew I was supposed to be doing something else here. And there we go. It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. Just quickly here, Hemdian said, Agree with Black Hole, would not recommend Classic Editor unless you're an old school st stick in the mud. Not heard of the last one, what's it called again? But it sounds interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm an old school stick in the mud. Eventually, I, just have I, I, I keep trying to learn Gutenberg, but... You know, the fact that they automatically force me every time I use it, they force me into the full screen the first time and I have to I have to remember to use a plug in to turn off that full screen editor. You know. That's one part, just, of it, part of it. I'm just habitual. Yeah. I, I like being able to to let my habits take me forward into where I need to go and not have to relearn and remake habits every time. That's really what it is for me. I, yeah. I'm habitual. But uh the last one is code co run. And it's Really useful. I'll write it down for you. There you go. Um, so, right, this is a segment where you get to learn about how to be part of your own production and how you can support the show at the same time. You can reach out and get yourself interviewed by John. You can send in your plugin reviews or suggestions for a plugin review. You can send in your own plugin license and add it to the contest. This is a great way to get your name out there. Or you could send in questions and or comments. We always love hearing from our producers. You can earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels, freelance producers, backroom producers, and war room producers. There are different perks for each one. If you want to learn about those perks, you can go to our site, wppluginsaz.com, and you will find in the main menu, time, treasure, or talent, and you can read up on the different kinds of donations you can, you can do, you can give, and you can also learn about the various perks. <coughs> and we uh, have questions, notes, or feedback from producers out there. Uh-oh, somehow this part got duplicated. Huh, accidentally wrecked our notes. Sorry, everybody. 
Oh, we do have some feedback from a listener out there. So, Amber and John, great show. I have learned a lot. Wondering, how do I decide what order to install my chosen plugins for both ease of use and safety? I value your opinions and suggestions. Thanks again, Sonia. You want to answer that? So, the teacher? Start with uh, your essential plugins. And only add a plugin after you finish setting up the previous plugin and everything is fully functioning. Then, then activate your next plugin. Don't make the mistake of installing a bunch of plugins, turning them all on, and expect everything to work perfectly. Add them one although at a time. You, although you can um, put them in there and just not activate them. Well, yeah, you can put them in. Don't activate because uh, you, you can have as many deactivated plugins as you want, but it's not a good idea to leave deactivated plugins behind when you go live. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no real order that I know of to activate them in. Just kind of, I, I just go down the line. Yeah. Well, there's there's actually a bit of an order to it when you're building out some things, you know, such as building an e-commerce store. You get everything set up, then you turn on the e-commerce store, get that fully set up, then you add in the different pieces you need for it as you go. It's just I don't even know how to describe the order. It's there is an order to it. It's just if you if you throw too much at it too fast, you end up backtracking on yourself, and I've done maybe, that. Maybe relevancy is a good order to stick with. That's pretty much it. All right, now let's see if I can figure out where I lost myself. There we are. Okay, so miscellaneous announcements from us and producers. So... If anybody has an announcement like a meetup or that they'll be on stage at a word camp, they want to let us know, we send it in to us and we'll put it on here and let the whole world know. If you're interested in finding a WordPress meetup somewhere around the world, you can go check out the places at uh, meetup.com slash pro slash WordPress. The link is in our show notes. The next WordPress Victoria meetup is on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. I don't think I'll ever be able to not say that. This is an online meeting, so be sure to check it out. This is your kind of thing. And there is a WordCamp going on in Barcelona for, t for 2023 from May 5th to 6th. Uh, if, you have any, if you can read the language, you can go check them out. Uh, they have all the information for the Barcelona camp in, I think it's Barcelonian. Is that the language? Barcelona, Spanish. Okay. Barcelona, well, Spain. Okay, well, they, they have it in the local language there, so I yeah, it's couldn't all in really, Spanish. I, I couldn't understand it, but <laughs> maybe you can. Mm, I can understand some of it. My reading of Spanish is extremely rusty. <laughs> so it's on, as it's on Cinco goes, de Mayo. It starts on Cinco de Mayo. What is Cinco de Mayo? Oh, um, I learned a bit of history about that yesterday. Um, Cinco de Mayo is uh, when the uh, um, French were trying to the French, English, and the Spanish were trying to invade Mexico, and the and the English and Spanish pulled out. It was maybe it wasn't Spanish. Anyway, the French were left behind by themselves. They went to attack a town, and they got their asses kicked. Oh, that's that. That basically sums it up. That that that's cool. not all of it. But that basically sums it up. It happened in the eighteen hundreds. The United States was too busy with its civil war, and they're just like, yeah, do whatever you want down there. We don't care. we got our own problems. <laughs> All right, well, uh, 
Uh, if anybody out there is interested in learning more about things like this, keep checking back because over time I will be adding more uh, that I find into this little section, like the word camps and meetups and different things. And if you want to share yours, send it on in to us. If you are interested in reaching us, we do have a real brick and mortar address. You can send in your art and or show notes too. You can find that in our show notes. And we also have our virtual addresses too, right there, easy to find. Today's plugins we covered were... I covered up the web 2.0 directory by salephpscripts.com. Plugin allows you to set up any type of directory from cars to music to classifieds and more. And uh, it sets up... Well, with a little bit of effort, but once you get it done, it's well worthwhile. Great little plugin. Go check it out. And I covered new plugins by Michael Atkins. Separates your plugins and tabs, gives you the section of just new plugins or beta plugins. Really, it just makes it a lot easier to browse through at your own leisure. Now, question and answer time. It's question and answer time with John and Amber. Anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have me ask here on the show, you can send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca. And we'll see if your question can stump my dad. First question Have you ever made a plugin? If so, what was it for? Um, I've done basic plugin, which uh, basically took, uh, took any custom coding I was using and dumped it into a plugin instead of dumping it into the functions file. I have attempted to create full plugins and a couple of times I got about 50 or 60% of the way there and then I suddenly had work to do and it got sidelined. So, you know, I actually was converting a uh, old JavaScript I have from the days of freeware and it's a, it's a, it's a um, plug, it's a uh, script for doing tarot reading and I've been, I've, I try. I was. I started out converting it to a WordPress plugin, and I never got to finish it. But basically, I was taking some freeware I downloaded. God, back in the late '90s, early 2000s, when freeware was all over the place. And uh, yeah, so I, I've I've gone part way with it. The only one that I actually made was the simple one. Which anyone who, if you if you have custom PHP codes that you or custom functions that you create and you use them regularly on different websites, you should dump them into a plugin. It's really easy. It's it's as easy to create a plugin as it is to um, put the information in a functions in your functions file. The nice thing is, is it doesn't get lost along the way and it can be turned on and off if you're trying to do uh, diagnostics for problems that might have occurred because of the code you wrote. So that's basically that's what idea. it is. All right, next is, over the years, how has code changed that you've noticed? Is it easier or harder to work with? Uh, it's become more complex with more functions. That's pretty much it. It's the same code, it's just the more functions have been added into it to allow it to do more, more stuff. That's really all that I can recall. So really just like any language? Like anything. It just keeps evolving and getting more complex. Okay. You know, and PHP is pretty... You know, it's a pretty stable thing for the most part. And uh, it seems to be getting there. And even WordPress has gotten more complex since it uh, was created, uh, you know, 20 years ago now. Super easy questions. I didn't think they'd be that easy. Jeez. Mm -hmm. 
I've got two more questions to ask you after the closing. All right. Well, we'll let our girl take us on out of here and we'll be right back. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts, and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.